suddenly really insecure about our podcast name. It's the Extended Play Podcast with Ian Tank. Welcome to the Extended Play Podcast with Ian Tank. We're, we are a music discussion podcast without the hipster snobbery. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, today, uh, the name of today's episode is Names. We are going to talk about band names. We're gonna, we'll talk about, um, we'll, we'll get specific. We'll talk about band names we really like, band names we really don't like, <laughs> and everything else in between. We'll talk a little bit about what makes a good band name or what makes for a bad band name. Um, it'll be kind of a free flowing conversation like most of our <laughs> conversations are, but, uh, I mean, buckle up. This is purely subject. I mean, one of the most subjective discussions we could possibly have. I mean, it's all just what we like and what we don't like. Yeah. There's not much science behind <laughs> no, it. No, there's really not. Um, and then coming up at the end of the episode, we will have another, uh, edition of our playlist challenge. So let's get into it. All right. Right away, when you think of some of your favorite band names, are there is there anything they have in common, or is there is there something is there something you can think of right off the top of your head that makes for a good band name? For like, what, yeah, for whatever reason, I I don't like when people put the in front of it. Okay, I feel like it's a cop out. So you think every band that has the in front of it should be? I just don't like remove it. it. So yeah, we I mean, be, well, so we, we should, should be, be extended extended by yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like. It depends. Like, I love The Roots, and I think The Roots is a good name. Sure, yeah. But I feel like all these, like, dime a dozen alternative acts where it's like... Plus, it didn't help there was that period, right? With right, the hives, the the whatever. The white stripes. So yeah. Right, where yeah. it's like, all right, we're going to be the... And then someone just spin a wheel of nouns. <laughs> right. And that's our fucking band name. Like, it doesn't evoke anything. Okay. It, it doesn't... Okay. You don't feel anything about it. Okay. Right? I like, get it. So, I guess that's the only... So I, that's a negative. As for a positive, I don't know. I guess there's really no trend. It's like case by case, really? Yeah. Like I, I was writing down, like, I love Rush as a band name. Oh, cool. Okay. It's just, it's like, maybe because it's a, it's a verb. It is a verb. Is it? It is. I don't want to go through this again. <laughs> it's late. All right. It's definitely a verb. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think, and, and then there's some that are unique to the, some are, some band names are just great because it's just clever or yeah, sure. It sounds good. Right. Some are perfect for the band that has them. Yeah. I right. mean, I think rush, I mean, for a band that is progressive exactly. in their, the style of music they play, it right. is yeah. A verb when you're talking about like, I don't know the, the motion of the song or right. right. For, things like that. You know, literally a progressive band, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it fits really well. Wow. So like the Rolling Stones are just Rolling Stones. Oh, you know, I feel about the stones to begin with, but <laughs> the Beatles are just Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't, it's like, it's not like it doesn't disqualify the music. Okay. I just, sure. Yeah. I, well, but to, in all seriousness, I think Beatles and uh-huh. Rolling Stones are better than, are better names than the Beatles and the Rolling okay. Stones. All right. Yeah. Cut it out. It's not adding anything. Cut the fat. <laughs> Can you imagine if all of a sudden they said, we are no longer the Beatles, right? We, were, we are heretofore Beatles. Beatles. Yes. <laughs> No, I mean, and you know, and again, clever, you know, with the, with the A instead of the E. So, right. It's like, there's right. I don't know. I yeah. just, I, if someone were to say like, here's a, if put it this way, if we knew someone in a band or they were kicking around band names and yeah. they were like, how about this? I go, just dude, just don't do a the thing. Oh, okay. It's been I, done. Okay. Gotcha. Does it matter to you if the names are long? Do you prefer short band or I guess it's not, do you prefer, but if you're thinking about it, like, would you rather have a short band name or a long band name? I think long band names are stupid. Okay. 
Um, you know, and I, I don't know when we're going to get to, but the ones in my head of like the, the bad band names. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can get right into it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's funny when we first started talking about this topic, I don't know why I don't even like this band. I don't know much about this band at okay. all, <laughs> but the Dillinger escape plan. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the okay. worst fucking band name I've ever heard. It's not funny. What do you know the reference? I don't know the reference. I don't, I'm sure there is one. I don't know. And again, I shouldn't have to think about it. <laughs> right. You've already lost, right? It's right? right. So like, if I need to Google to find out what the fuck is his band name about, yeah. you've failed. Okay. I can see that. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, that five finger death punch. I wrote that. I actually wrote that down. In it's addition to so, being a shit band. I don't know anything about them actually. No, I mean, they're just, I know they're crazy popular. Like if you could pour a can of monster energy drink <laughs> into a vat of fries okay. and then put a microphone in it. Okay. I think that's what you get. Gotcha. Yeah. So I wrote that down because, and, and without ever hearing a single five finger death punch song, they're hard rock metal. They're butt rock. Right. Yeah. Which is exactly like, it is a fake aggressive Right. name for right. a, for a band that there are a thousand bands that are play harder, faster, right. stronger. Right. right. That, and uh, it's, I just thought it's so lame. It's yeah. so lame. Yeah. Plus five finger death punch. I don't even get it. I don't get it. Either. <laughs> I mean, I don't so, know so punches. you're being punched to death by a fist that is in the 99.9 percentile of number of fingers that it has. Right. Four finger death punch would be a better name. It'd be better. Four finger death punch and a thumb. Right. <laughs> or just even four finger death punch. What happened to the fifth finger? There's a story there. Oh, sure. There's okay. a lore. Right. <laughs> but just, oh, the fist that gave me a death punch has five fingers. Like, well, no shit it did. It's a normal fist. <laughs> I love that you're like reflecting on the, the yeah. punch that killed you. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, you're laying there slowly bleeding out. <laughs> okay. Got it. It's like, huh, you had four fingers. That's, I wonder what that story is about. And see. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, speaking of, uh, I remember, f- speaking of fist, uh, remember... <laughs> Don't worry. Okay. It could be worse. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, furries. <laughs> no, the, uh, remember the, when VH1 did the super group thing where they had that reality show? Oh my God. I'm so glad you mentioned it. <laughs> and it was what it was like Scott, uh, Scott, Ian, Sebastian Bach, right. From Skid Row. Um, one of the dudes from biohazard. Right. <laughs> and then like, they were kind of with the name and like someone came up with fist <laughs> and it might've been Scott. And who's was like, I'm not real comfortable with this. <laughs> <laughs> The best part of that is that Sebastian Bach went like in the, in the way it's like it was an MTV production, yeah. right? Where they all live in the same house and it, like just so forced. Yeah. And it's all jump cuts, like quick, like to this band member, to this band member, to this scene, to this scene. And there's this one like montage of Sebastian Bach going around the house trying to get every single band member to call the band Savage Animal. <laughs> and he just keeps, and he's like super enthusiastic about it. Yeah. He's like, you know, because like, Rock and roll is like a savage animal. Yeah. You do it. A strikingly good Sebastian Bach, at least for those two words. Thank you. Um, By the way, underrated vocalist. You sent me a clip of him like on SNL or something, just like killing it. Dude, he could fucking, I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In his prime. Mm. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I might, I might go gay for Sebastian Bach in his prime. Okay. Yeah. I mean, beautiful man. Beautiful man. Yes. Beautiful hair. The hair. Beautiful baby boy. (laughs) I'm Tanzu. Um, Yeah. No, but, but even, even Savage Animal, it's corny, but it's like, you know what you're getting, I guess, right? right? It's indicative of the band. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I do like that. I like, I think I'm drawn to bands that you get a sense of what kind of music they play or what they're about by the band name. Well, you know what? I guess that's the funny thing is 
that's kind of a unique thing for metal bands. For sure. You know a metal band by the name. You know Cannibal Corpse plays metal. Right. right. <laughs> or like Baby Grinder or whatever. Right, right. Um, but even, it's funny because it's, it's the one genre where they make it obvious what their genre is by the name. That's true. Uh, pop acts are not like that. No, definitely right? not. I mean, what would you even name it, right? Unless the word pop was in your... Right. I mean, they're mostly their own names in a lot of instances. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're single uh, artists. But even like, you know, New Kids on the Block. Backstreet Boys, like, so, you know, <laughs> I wrote that down as something I hate is, and it's just a dumb move to name yourself with a child, with some sort of child, yeah, child you, name. You really boxed yourself in. <laughs> Kid Rock, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, uh, Young Thug, like any yeah. of these names, like, what are you thinking? You're going to, it's going to be stupid. Yeah. In really quickly. Yeah. 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 I don't get it. Yeah. Or just creepy. Or just creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. Was it, was new edition supposed to be like a Menudo thing? No. Okay. I don't know. I think it just happened that way. Okay. Where guys like got so popular, they went solo like, uh, Bobby Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, Johnny Gill. Yeah. Um, Ralph Tresvant. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. There's yeah, that really fell off a cliff there. (laughs) Right. Uh, you know, speaking, I was driving down I-75 the other day and, uh, I think it's Keith Sweat is playing like one of the casinos downtown. All right. One of two things has happened. Okay. A, Keith Sweat doesn't age. Mm. You're talking about the billboard? Yes. Okay. B, they're using a 40-year-old stock photo <laughs> of Keith Sweat. I think both are legitimate. Exactly. <laughs> and I kind of want to go <laughs> right. to find out what the answer is. I'm like, you know, did he hold up that well? Or are they just like bla- brazenly using a photo from 1994? <laughs> uh, my first concert, Keith Sweat. Johnny Gill and Go, Belle Biv DeVoe. Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> right. At Four Bears Water Park. No, no. That was a really? different show. Oh my God. That was at Joe Louis Arena. Four Bears Water oh. Park was LA Guns oh. and holy shit, some rap act that our boy Z was real, was into. Oh, I'm going to know this. It's the fucking... Like the Young and Restless or yes, some stupid name like that. It. They had that Poison Ivy song. <laughs> right. So bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was a weird lineup. But Oh my God. Seriously. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I just, I kind of picturing being one of the really more so Ellie Gunn's manager <laughs> explaining that one to Tracy Guns, right? right? Be like, Hey, Trace, what's up? It's your manager. Um, <laughs> all right. So on June 14th, there's a, well, it's a water park <laughs> right. and it's, it's, it's in a suburb of Detroit, about, I don't know, 40 minutes out. No, uh, no even before that it's in Utica. Oh, cool. Utica, New York. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> You're going to be performing in front of a giant gravel pit right. next next to some bumper boats with a fucking one hit wonder rap band. Your audience will be exclusively 14 year olds. Right. Right. Tracy guns, who was in like, he was in guns and roses. Like yeah. the guns comes from his name, right. right? Like he was like, he sees all these people go on to be massive stars. He's right. playing four bears water. Right. Park. Like the Dave Mustaine of hard rock. Right. Speaking of Dave Mustaine, Megadeth, great name. Great name. You know what kind of music they play right away. Right. Yeah. Uh, Iron Maiden. For sure. That's um, a Slayer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, even Metallica. Right. Like it's, yes. it's right there in the name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, I think it was, I don't know. I'm going to blank on it. So I won't even butcher it. But the idea of who came up with it, it wasn't one, someone in the band. Oh, it wasn't. I think it was a guy who did like a, a fan magazine. Okay. Were and, they ever known by something else? No. Oh, okay. No, but they just, you know, he kind of stole it. Lars mm-hmm. did. And they did sue, I think Revlon had a lipstick named Metallica. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And they sued him. I mean, they won. Right, you know, right. Cease and desist, but yeah. 
it is crazy how names like the Beatles, Metallica, just how, I don't know, they become something when, when you're a band that that's famous, the name becomes something in and of itself. I'm sure they copyright this, right? And you can't use right. these, these, that word in other contexts and things like that. Right. It's, it's crazy, right? And like, people give them, you know, it, Lars didn't do himself any favors with the Napster stuff, but they got to understand the legal aspect of it. Yeah. You have to defend it. Yeah, for sure. So they're like, oh, well, you're going after it. It's like, okay, well, you can't just selectively like, you know, you have to defend it or not. <laughs> right. So it looks terrible, but you got to defend it. Right, right. Because it is. It's a brand. What, speaking of that, what do you think about bands that change their names? I hadn't even planned on talking about this, but it just came up. Um, you know, one of my things that I, I didn't know how I wanted to come up, but with the, the easily, I think the most bizarre progression of a band with regards to their name is Jefferson Airplane. Oh yeah, weird. So you go from Jefferson Airplane, right? Psychedelic, whatever. Yes, right? yes. To Jefferson Starship, right? Which is like, why'd you do that? <laughs> right. And <laughs> right. then to you go from, it, I guess. Well, but here's the thing: you go from airplane to starship. You would uh, think it would get more psychedelic, but it went it, the other way. It went totally pop. Right. Yes. Right. Because if I'm thinking I'm in an airplane, I'm going to a starship. Like you gave me some good shit. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> then they just dropped the Jefferson, and they become and they're starship. just starship. And now you got we built this city on rock and roll, and that was starship, not any of the. No, but it was, but it's the same fucking, the lineage is the same. The same. It's at least two of the, I think, like original members yeah. are in that. But how fucked up is that? It's so weird. From like, weren't they White Rabbit? Yeah, White Rabbit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To We built a city on rock and roll. <laughs> it's the same fucking band. Oh, so bad. But they evolved from Jefferson Airplane to Starship. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, I guess more credit to them to at least not being, it'd be more confusing if they were that different with the same name, but it's just a yes, bizarre. That would be, that would be weird. It's a bizarre to have two prominent name changes. Yes. Of a band. Yes, that's true. By the way, we built the city. That's got to crack my, if it's not in my, it's not in my top five. Cause I've already had that set for years and nothing's nothing, nothing's breaking into it. That no. is, there's no promotion relegation in my top five. That is, that <laughs> it is, is literally in stone. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, we built the city's got to be in the top ten. It okay. is such a fucking terrible song. I'm going to share an anecdote with you okay. that if if you're thinking there's no way that song could get worse, <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you okay. there is. Okay, lay it on me. All right, uh, I don't know the exact year. I'm going to say 1998 because why not? Mm-hmm. Joe Louis Arena. Okay, remember when the Wings were so popular that they would watch? You'd go there to watch away games on Joe Vision. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, right? okay, all right. So what they would do to placate the, I don't know, drunk trash people <laughs> that showed up, of which I was one, right? I was there. Um, but they would bring in acts during the intermissions. Okay. So they brought in Starship. Okay. Okay. And between the second and third period, because, you know, you got to build up the anticipation. Right. They come out and they perform that. They're all wearing Red Wings jerseys. Okay. Just pandering. But, yeah. But I, don't, I don't know what's better or worse. I, I agreed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, either okay. way, you're fucked. <laughs> right. But it gets worse. So the lead singer, who I don't care who they are. Grace Slick? No, the female no, no. no, it's a dude. The Mickey, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, okay. I don't fucking okay. know. I'm even pissed that you know that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, while he's performing, he's holding a hockey stick. So now the pandering, it, the jerseys, maybe. The hockey stick, what the fuck are you doing? So the hockey stick is not the mic. No, it's not. So he's holding would have made it even. I don't know. <laughs> So Mike in one hand, hockey stick in the other. Weird. And they changed the chorus. Oh no. Yep. To something super cheesy. More than you. So instead of saying we built the city on rock and roll. Yeah. For every time they sing the choruses, we built this city on red wing goals. Oh, br- fucking barf. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so you would have physically vomited. 
<laughs> and now that you've seen, now that I've painted this picture, yeah. it's easy to imagine that when he said red wing goals, yeah. the hand with the stick he was holding up oh, okay. as if he had just scored. Oh my God. Yeah. And the crowd probably went fucking nuts. Oh, they probably ate it up. And I don't know, you know, I, I can't recall if uh, they, you know, activated the goal siren for this, Oh, but talk about a missed opportunity. <laughs> right. You have to. <laughs> when you hear that song, like in the random chance you hear that song, like in the supermarket, do you think red wing every goals? fucking time? <laughs> How do you unhear that? It's been seared into my fucking cortex. Like listening to that, you know, fucking audible abortion. And I'm in the fucking upper deck of Jolo Serena because you get a better view of the screen. Right. And then the, the, the vision of that stupid fucking styrofoam octopus that they had up there for like oh, yeah. 15 years. Yeah, yeah, they that did. stupid teethy grin on it. <laughs> God, I hated jo- Jolo Serena. It was a dump. It was a fucking dump. <laughs> it is. There's oh. a lot of romance about that place. It was a dump. Oh, it was horrible. It w- makes and the Silver Dome look at the Taj Mahal. Sir, the, the stairs getting up to... Oh my God, they were so treacherous. It was like yeah. a fucking 80 degree yeah. angle. Right. And then, you know, places I would like to go back in time to like whatever fucking architects or whatever designing that place. It's like, okay, what's the seating capacity? What, 19,500? Three bathrooms will do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, how are they going to get through? How are they going to get to this? Is there a parking lot right nearby? Yeah. No. no. There's going to be these, the system of tubes. Right. <laughs> There'll be a system of levers, pulleys, and tubes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, and how wide should we make the concourses? Six feet is enough. <laughs> He's a shit so building. Bad. Anyway. Oh, too funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bands that change their name. It's weird. I mean, you've got the cases of like, like there's the John Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp, John Mellencamp thing where, okay. What would you get? Right. Like, cause he was forced into using that name to like, cause John Mellencamp wasn't punchy enough. So they made him be John Cougar. I think and, they made the right call. Yeah. Didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. No, no. no. Uh, I mean, yeah. More, more power to him to go into John Mellencamp later, but yes, yes. Cougar did. I should do that. <laughs> be t- yeah you're you're already tank like, i know <laughs> cougar tank you tell me that's not cool <laughs> i mean the album cover possibilities right. for cougar tank right. oh, man i think i might banning a virus started banning i mean them. two seconds you could create that in ai right you can yes. just write a cougar tank and you have an album cover yes <laughs> incredible i think we know what the album cover of this episode is gonna be <laughs> oh yeah i'm on it all right excellent yeah it's weird when bands change their name when they've been popular for a while i mean I get like instances like Dixie Chicks where they're like, uh, not cool that we call uh-huh. ourselves Dixie Chicks and we're now the Chicks. That's a weird circumstance because they were not relevant when they made that change. And, well, that's a whole weird circumstance in and of itself, right? Because they got blacklisted essentially or whatever, blackballed or what, what, whatever. I don't you know. know what's what right. Yeah. Um, from the music industry because of speaking out against George W. Bush. Yes. Yeah. They were against the the war. The war. Yeah. And so their career fell off a cliff then, and they were the, one of the biggest bands, not even just country, just biggest bands in the world yeah. at that point. Um, so years and years pass, and then they're like, "Oh, all right, well, we are these sort of progressive people, and we're we're not we're not cool with what we named ourselves thirty years ago or whatever." And they change it to the Chicks. Well, no one really cares. No one's going to those shows. No. But I mean, but 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 you said the right that they weren't relevant. They were. I mean, they were relevant when they were the Dixie Chicks. Absolutely. Yes. But, right. Okay. I'm saying by the time they changed the name, it's like, Oh, it was over. Right. 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 So to that end, I give credit to lady antebellum. Okay. Cause they didn't like having antebellum in their name. What are they called now? Lady a. Oh, and there's the whole thing. There's already an artist named lady a, and she's a black woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> complicated things greatly. Right. <laughs> but, but they made the effort to be like, you know, okay, you know what? This does kind of celebrate yeah. something that's not great. Yeah. And when we are popular, we're going to take the risk yeah. too. No, that yeah. makes sense. What about, uh, <laughs> I know the answer to this. If you're essentially one person, 
Like no. you, <laughs> and you call yourself a band. Like you create a band name and, and everybody else is, it's a revolving door. Anybody like you go from album to album and there are different people on every album, but you don't call yourself tank. You call yeah. yourself some band name. Right. Are you, are you cool with that? Or is that stupid? Should you just call yourself the such and such project, the such and such band? I do like the blank project. You do? Yeah. <laughs> the Alan like Parsons. the Alan Parsons project. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Cause I'm thinking about, I know the, I mean, our longtime listeners will know the whole Jason Molina thing. It pisses tank off to no end. Well, and then you did it again with the other fucking, the guy with three names, Canadian guy, uh, caribou. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, no, I mean, it's, I don't know. I get their prerogative. I get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but why can't you just use your name? You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, okay, we get it. You collaborate, but I mean, the, the best, I guess, best example for this would be nine inch nails in my head. Like, okay. So great name. And it is a great name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does and, not give you a clue what the kind of music they play. No, no, no but it somehow is fitting though. Once you do find out mm-hmm. and yes, you know, okay. So had it just been Trent Reznor, you know, is nine inch nails an entity or is it just Trent Reznor with studio musicians? Pretty much. Right. It's they're not studio musicians, but it is a revolving door for right. sure. There's some people that hang around for longer. Right. Yeah. So no, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of, I guess I'm agnostic about it. Okay. You know, like, all right, you do you, but um, I, I feel like maybe they should just do their name and because other artists with just their name are doing the same thing. They they're are. just, they're just not being maybe pretentious enough to say it's a, it's a, it's an entity. Right. Is there just maybe some discomfort with like the, the ego part of it? where like, we are this could be my name. Yeah. Could be. Or maybe they really, maybe, you know, if you, maybe they really believe strongly enough that, it's not just their creative process. Okay. Right. So it isn't going to be Trent Reznor laying out songs. For sure. It is going to be an amalgamation of all these people I bring in. Right, right. Yeah, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Fair enough. No, I was thinking of like, so there's a few of them. And this is something that's a particular pet peeve of mine is when you are just a person, you're not a band and you, it's, it's clear. You're like in the singer songwriter genre, right? Your voice is up front. You play most of the instruments. You write all the songs. And then you call yourself something different. So there, there's a few examples. I'm very specific here. Father John Misty is one. I hate Father John Misty. <laughs> I know you do. Okay. Because he opened for Tori one time, right? And he was yeah, and he was like dry humping the stage. He, I mean, he's a character. I mean, it's a yeah. whole thing. If you didn't know getting into. Yeah. Anyway, his name is Josh Tillman. And he recorded under Josh Tillman, under J. Tillman, J. Tillman. Okay. And then Father John Misty. And essentially the same-ish kind of music. I think when he became Father John Misty, the, it got more grandiose and more. there's more comedy. And uh, So that's one example. Another example would be St. Vincent, who's yeah. Annie Clark. St. Vincent's a great name. It has something to do, I guess, there's a Vincent in her family. There, there's a reason why she has that name. Okay. Um, but she, it's just her. Okay. It's not a band. There's no through line as far as someone that's playing with her on every album. And Cat Power is another one that comes to mind. Mm. Her name is Chan Marshall. Chan Chan is a great name. Chan Marshall is a great name. Yeah. I don't know anybody else named Chan. Right. 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 But she's Cat Power. That's her name. So here's what bo- the names in particular don't bother me. It's the fucking, and this should go back to the critics episode, the fucking loser. <laughs> Loser ass snob, rock snobs, pretentious asshole critics who need to point out what their real names are one sentence into a review. So this is the the, the parallels between this and pro wrestling. Oh yeah. Are I could numerous, see that. I could see right? that. Because it always cracks me up when you find out a pro wrestler's real name. They're yeah. like 
that was a better wrestling name. <laughs> Right. Because you get them from time to time. Right. It's like, okay, the ring name is X, and then it's like his real name. I'm like, why didn't he go with that? <laughs> his name is Diesel McBody Slam. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> now that is going to be my porn name. <laughs> no, but like, but it's the same thing. Whenever you, it's like the most eye rolling thing. It's like, you know, yeah. um, you know, and you like, you know, Hulk Hogan is Terry Balea, right? right it's like, right, right. oh, you know, the, but yeah, and sent him to an Terry. It's like, shut the fuck shut, up. We know right. everybody yeah. knows. And, and I swear to God, look, any of you, any of our listeners, look up a review of a <laughs> Father John Misty. And within two sentences, it's Josh Tillman, Father John Misty, formerly Josh Tillman or right. some shit. Big, you don't fucking know yeah. them. Yeah. Congratulations. Like, you use Wikipedia. <laughs> right. 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 And if I'd, I'd like to ask them, maybe I'm going to call up Father John Misty and yeah. ask him, how do you feel about that? Because I would imagine part of what you're doing is you're either saying this is a persona. Right. This is not me. Josh Tillman is not Father John Misty and right. Chan Marshall is not Cat Power. It's a different thing. And the fact that you call out my name every time you write a record review about me is bullshit. Right. Because because Chan Marshall is this. It's a it's a yeah i don't know no that makes perfect sense because like crazy well it just it's i mean it's strangely tangential to like you know gender affirming things like yeah people get to determine what they want to be called yes and why are you unilaterally deciding to call them something else right or saying right. formerly this right well, uh, it's like, well there's a reason it was former asshole yeah. <laughs> right caitlin right. jenner is caitlin jenner right whatever everything else aside right it's fucking caitlin jenner right. shut up i know no no you're right it's one of those things where the writer like it's the weakest of flexes it is. And it, it, it impresses really no one, is. but they feel the need to it do it. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes me crazy. Um, long names. So you mentioned long names either to go, earlier to go back to that. I actually like a good long name. I like when they're sort of ridiculous. Like in the King same, Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? I don't like that. <laughs> that yeah. one is ridiculous. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. I can't take the music seriously. Right. But knowing what I know about them, the fact that they release like 15 albums a year yeah. and they're in all these different genres, I'm so curious. But the name is like a, a barrier to entry for me. Yeah. Um, but no, I like some, th there are a few I wrote down. I think one of them, one of my favorites, and I think about them all the, think about this name all the time. I can't name a song by them. I don't know if they still exist. I don't know if they existed for one album or one single. I love you, but I've chosen darkness. That's a band name. That's a band name. Wow, that's not a good band. <laughs> I, I like it. It's so ridiculous. No, okay, but okay, but look, if a band name is essentially a marketing device, right? It is. Because the music is the music. Yeah. The songs have names, the albums have names. Yes. So once you pick an artist's name, it's yeah. just a, it's it's a reference point. Right. Like you're picking something that's so you would swear that's a song title. You would. That has to be so confusing when you type it in for like a search thing. It's like, don't you mean song title? Like, no, 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 that's the band <laughs> that's name. That's the band name. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I kind of like it. Mm, I don't all right, know. All right. Um, on the other side of it, A Tribe Called Quest. So that's four, four words. A Tribe yeah. Called Quest. Yeah. Good job. Okay. Thank you. Long-ish name to have four words for a rap group is, I feel like, is a kind of long-ish name. Yeah. Something that bothers me about A Tribe Called Quest's name is that, okay, so the structure of, here's the English nerd in me, the structure of the, the band name a tribe called quest. They literally say it right in the name of the band. We're mm -hmm. called, we're a tribe mm -hmm. and we're called quest. What do people call a tribe called quest when they shorten the name tribe? It's bullshit. Right. It should be quest, <laughs> it right? Should be quest, right? So, <laughs> it makes me crazy. That is infuriating. They're, they're the only band where it's like that. Right. Like, Oh, it's so, I mean, yes. Calling the rolling stones, the rolling would be weird instead right. of the stones. 
but this they tell you up front right oh we are a tribe called quest you go, okay tribe <laughs> all right no we're quite we're quest yeah. right no no that's oh. a very good point oh it makes me crazy you know what i'm gonna start calling them quest i referred like i don't know if i've I don't know how I refer to them. <laughs> You're, You're the only person I talk to about them. I would say Quest. All right. We're going to start that. That's that's one. Yeah. We're going to start it right here. Yeah. And 50 years from now, when that's they right. are colloquially known as Quest, it's it was on people are going to trace play. it back to extended play podcast. Right. right? Not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> extended. Featuring Cougar Tank. That's right. <laughs> and Grandmaster E. <laughs> Diesel McFuckface. <laughs> Diesel McFuckface or whatever your name was. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is funny because De La Soul. Just De La. It's De La, but that, those are the two least important right. words. It's like the prepositions. <laughs> right. Yeah. So bad. Um, no, I, I like it. Like oh, there's a band called Black Country New, Black Country comma New Road. You don't say comma, but it's Black Country New Still. Road. You don't, I know, like if there's a comma in it, you're not. No, no, there's no place for commas and band names. Punctuation at all? No. No punctuation. Well, okay. I take that back. Okay. I mean, commas are, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. It's so dismissed type. Right. I mean, no, I don't know that any punctuation. No, no punctuation. For some reason, I feel like the exclamation point is the only one that's acceptable. <laughs> okay. So, so pink, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> the stupid I mean, maybe question mark. What about Questlove? Like he was question mark. Yeah. That love. dude, I Questlove. <laughs> I know. I just. No, but what about the name itself? Like with a question mark? Stupid. I mean. All right. It's like credit for clever, but then downside for, you okay. know, the, the use of punctuation <laughs> okay. cancels out. Okay. I'm back in the middle. What about, um, if you're, a, and this happens in hip hop where you use a dollar sign instead of the S and it's always the dollar sign instead of the S like Kesha or too short. Yeah. Uh, I feel like too short pulls out better than Kesha. I mean, too short can do whatever the right. fuck he wants. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. But yeah. there's, but there's literally a rapper called Ty dollar sign, which I think <laughs> It's so yeah. meta, it's incredible, right? <laughs> right? Because you have to write out Thai dollar right. sign every time. Yeah, I, I guess I do give half credit when someone does something. Like, to make it when it's really the opposite of the marketing aspect, and they're just doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, um, I'm thinking of there's, there's a band called Los Campesinos, and mm-hmm. I think there's a, it has the Spanish exclamation part exclamation okay. point so there's one before, upside down, and after, and that's how it is every time. See, and Tyler, the creator, doesn't bother me. Okay. Right. I, I like Tyler the Creator. Right, I think that's a cool it, name. It's kind of an introduction because there's a comma. Is there a comma? I'm pretty sure there is. Okay. Either way. Yeah. But I think there is. Okay. Um, but either way, I like it. But even if if there is one there, like it's kind of, it's it's it works. Yeah. No, so, I like it. I guess it's dependent. It is. Like, which is funny because you can have an exclamation point. So Los Campesinos are the go team. It's the go exclamation point team. Okay. You can get away with it if your music reflects like Los Campesinos or I think I, I, like indie rock, the go team. If you listen to them, it is very enthusiastic music. Like everything is super high tempo. It makes a ton of sense, but yet like a metal band would never put an exclamation point at the end of their name. No. Right. That would look terrible. Well, I'm look sure terrible. someone has there. They probably have. Yeah. What I'm, interested in and i'm trying to find more examples of it now is the unique phenomenon where you have a band name album name and oh yeah song name black sabbath okay so like yeah. run the jewels yeah run the jewels like other examples where it's like your band name was also the name of an album and also the name of a song <laughs> and then the song becomes an introduction of sorts right to the band right yeah i was kind of, i thought it was kind of a really neat concept it is like, neat yeah 
here's who we are. And here's a song that's going to define what we are. <laughs> right. I think there's an eighties metal band that one that drove us crazy. It was like bang tango. <laughs> what? There, there was a name. It was like bang tango. And they had a song called wang tango. <laughs> and oh, then the that's album like, was called bang tango. Like you were right there. <laughs> right. Apparently Iron Maiden had one too. Oh, they have a song called Iron Maiden. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just a uh, bad company. Okay. Yeah. Bad company. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, what about if you're a band and not a hip hop artist, but you're mentioning your band name in a song somewhere? You're cool with that? Like, I think Accounting Crows is on, you know. Oh, you mean like doing it like obliquely like that? Yes. It's not a song title, but it's dropped in there somewhere. You're, you're okay with that? I guess. Okay. Yeah. I, I And I guess I don't even know how I feel when it's like, like referring to themselves. Right. Because um, at that point it is... Well, no, like, so the, the instance in Counting Crows, he, it's a narrative right. song and he's saying as she or right. I sat there counting crows. Right. So it's a, it's an action. It's not right. Like, you know, and I'm thinking of, uh, is it metal militia Metallica? Because like, they say, they literally say, we'll never stop. We'll never quit. Cause we're Metallica. Oh really? Yeah. It's on kill them all. I mean, it that early on. Oh yeah. Huh. I mean, but you know, which makes sense, right? It'd be it really weird later. It would be yeah, today. It would be real. <laughs> Like really? 43 years later, here's who we are <laughs> in case you haven't heard. Yeah. Woo. Right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, but I guess, you know, young it, it you know, but yeah. that is, it's kind of corny, but I guess in that genre, it kind of works. Yeah, for sure. There's another band. We go back to long name, long band titles and the band title starts with, so it has punctuation and it's a long band title ellipses. And you will know us by the trail of dead. <sighs> what do you think of that? Um, I, for some reason, it doesn't bother me as much. It's a good, because it's a good name. Yeah. It, it's clever. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Right? It's not obvious. And it says an us, so it's, you know, you know they're talking about a collective. Uh-huh. Um, who's the one you gave, you recommended to me, and I, I used it for when I was writing a lot as background music. <sighs> winged Victory, the Sullen. A winged, vic- a winged Victory for the Sullen. But is that the album name or the band name? It's a band name. Okay. And it's probably the album and I wouldn't be surprised it if it's a song. Whatever. It was just so fucking confusing. It is. Like whenever I want to listen yeah, to yeah, it, I'm like, yeah. am I looking at my band name or, or yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know how you feel about this already. Misspellings. Hmm. So think of playlist challenge. Mm-hmm. There's one that drives you fucking crazy because it's spelled wrong. At least I think there's more than one that I've given you that, that like dive. Dive is one. Uh-huh. Nailed it. D-I-I-V, all oh, capital. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't help that you didn't like the song. No, I feel like that was an influence. There is no popular band named dive. No, there's not. So just fucking be dive. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know what should be worse doing it with or without a homophonically right. Equivalent. Right. Famous band. Yeah. True. Um, what's the other one that was spelled wrong? Re- it's fairly recent. Always. Oh no. Don't, <laughs> you mean, oh, Ace. right. So stupid. Or churches is another one, which happens to be a V too. Churches is C H V. That bothers me less. Okay. You know, because I think in some historic way it's probably accurate, right? Like if you go look at old ass buildings, they got V's up there. Yeah, instead of a U. Okay. All right. That doesn't bother you. All that gimmicky stuff, it's like, I don't know. Just fucking make music. (laughs) You know, it's like, on one hand, I could see someone say that is part of their expression, whatever else, but it's like, it just feels gimmicky. Okay. And like you're trying to sell me a gimmick and I haven't even heard the music. Okay. Okay. That part I don't like. So in a recent playlist challenge, you cited Go Go Penguin as being a name you liked. Yeah. What is it you like about that? First of all, penguins are awesome. Penguins are awesome. So I think indisputable. Honestly, if a band was just named Penguin, I'd be pretty pumped. There should be a band. Can you imagine penguin. the merchandising possibilities of that? It'd be incredible. You'd People be all black up, and white. Right. People show up in penguin costumes. Yeah. Do you wear tuxedos on stage? Absolutely. 
I mean, the hives are kind of like penguin. Maybe the hives should have been called they penguin. They should have been called penguin. Uh, call up Pelly and see I if will you call, know. call Howlin' Pelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just go, go penguin. Just for the absurdity of it. It is absurd. Right? It takes away any pretentiousness right away. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's just kind of the silliness of it. And eh, I like penguins. So they're a modern jazz group. Yes. Right? There's another modern jazz group called Bad, Bad, Not Good. And it's, <laughs> it's all one word, all capital letters. I'm pretty sure... No, actually, I don't know who came first. Does it bother you that those names are so sort of structurally similar and they play the same same style of music? Wait, Bad, Bad, Not Good versus Go, Go, Penguin? Yes. I don't find them structurally similar, I guess. You don't? No. Go, Go, Bad, Bad? Oh. But do um, you, oh, so without you said here, the Bad, Bad, Not Good is all one word, though. It is all one word. Yeah, I think that's a little more. That bothers you. Egregious. All caps, too. Oh, forget it. <laughs> if Go, Go, Penguin was all caps, I, I, would, I would not be nearly okay. as forgiving about okay. it. Caps, man. Caps make a difference. <laughs> Capitalization matters. It does. Yeah. Okay. Side note, I realized they added it somewhere along the way in all these updates to Microsoft Word, maybe like back in the 90s, I just didn't notice it, but there's a button where you can change everything from like all caps to it's all It's incredible. Word. I use it all the time. Right? When you're making signs? It's so good. Oh, it's God's It really is. In, in like graphic design, it's super helpful. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the other apps do it now too. Right? It's for, great. For other hot tips of Microsoft <laughs> Office. Right. Tune in to the Extended Play podcast. <laughs> we do have a side podcast called Clippy. <laughs> right. It's, I mean, it's incredible. Right. We do it all in the voice of Clippy. Both of us. We do our right. impressions of Clippy. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's, uh, the listenership isn't quite there, but we're going to keep working at it. That's right. <laughs> Which is saying a lot considering the listenership of the show. <laughs> no offense, Extended Family. You guys are awesome. When inevitably, when we are world famous, mm-hmm. We'll remember you. Everyone else can fuck off. That's right. Future extended family. Right. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> D- don't think there's not serial numbers on your extended family membership. Absolutely. We know who's who. That's 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 right. right. And when there is a star-studded, yeah, convention yeah. slash gangbang <laughs> slash furry fashion show. Jesus Christ. In Grand Forks, North Dakota. <laughs> of course. Right. Why not? Dude, yeah. we, we we don't need we don't need the law anywhere near this thing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> It'd be like Burning Man, but for furries. <laughs> anyway y'all gonna get in for free yeah right yeah this is kind of a random thing what about naming yourself after somebody that's not you like pearl jam's original name was mookie blaylock yeah what do you think about that name as a band name i don't like it no it's it's like a joke that would be funny once okay you know yeah and they got it i don't and, and i don't know why they changed it if it was like mookie blaylock was a basketball player was like pissed off he's like you can't Call right. yourself Mookie Blaylock. So they called the first album 10, which right. was his number. Exactly. So crazy. Um, yeah, there's a few of those that it's a more modern thing. I was uh, trying to find more examples and they, they just weren't coming to me. There's like, there's a band called Cherry Glazer and it's Sherry Glazer is like an NPR host. So they just oh, really? like, named themselves Cherry okay. Glazer and spelled it wrong. <laughs> just like Leonard Skinner though. Like Leonard Skinner, which yeah. is their teacher, right? Gym teacher. Yeah. Gym teacher. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Or like, what about a name like Charlie XCX? What is, what is there? A, it's X. Yeah, yeah. C, X. So, I mean, is that Roman numerals or? It's Roman numerals. But that doesn't even make sense, does it? No, because it, if you say it out loud, it spells sex. S-E-X. Oh, that, oh I hate that then. Yes. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you would. And, I, and, and listeners, I didn't know it for years that yeah. that was why she's called that. Yeah. That you didn't actually say a number. You didn't do the Roman numerals after her yeah. name. But it's because she wants you to spell out the word sex or yeah. just to, you know, phonomically, whatever. Yeah. That's like something Elon Musk would do on Twitter. <laughs> like, that's how lame it is. <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry. It is. X. 
<laughs> right. Um, ironically, Grimes, not a bad name for an, uh, as Could an be artist. Worse. Although it's weird now that the Grime but, Grime rap is a whole thing, and she's called Grimes. Yeah, but dude, speaking of naming, Jesus Christ, oh, they're kids. Oh, Ooh, yikes! Man. Good thing he has enough money for therapy. <laughs> right. <laughs> as if being Elon Musk was it. Right. I mean, as if being you know one of twenty seven <laughs> with an absentee dad. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then another one I was thinking of the. The lazy ones. So the ones from the 80s and 90s, the lazy ones at hip hop were ice. Ice was in everything. Yep. Um, Lil is one now. Lil and Young in hip hop yep. is just omnipresent. It's everywhere. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't be, get being like the 15th person. Right. Like why that thing? Why would you want to be like such an obvious copy? Yeah. Yeah. I, it doesn't make any unless it's organic, right? I mean, I, I guess maybe, maybe to some were, extent it might be that's what they've actually been called. Yes, their whole lives they were called that. But I don't know. Even if that was the case, I'd be like, if I was like about to sign a contract, like I don't know, man. Like there's already like twenty of these guys, you know. <laughs> right. Like use my middle name or something. Right. I have another one. I could just play a game where I just make you react. That's what we could have done. This whole episode could have been I list a bunch of shit you haven't heard <laughs> before. Much of the whole podcast. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of his name now. What is his name? Okay, it's a good hip hop name. I've seen him referred to more recently as YNBA. Okay, but his 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 rap name is Young Boy Never Broke Again. What? <laughs> so okay, that it's it gets worse. Yeah, Young Boy Y and B are capitalized, not the rest, and then Never Broke Again are separate words. I mean. <laughs> listeners you should see the look on his face i mean i mean and it's like and just from a practical standpoint think about all the layers of management and marketing and printers yeah. that needs to go through yeah. right where you have to right good point right be like well, hold on are you sure you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> right. you know you'd be funny is if I, I i'm sure we could find an example of that some of these names it wasn't what they wanted it was it was conveyed incorrectly to someone and they printed it. it's like fuck it that's your name oh now. i wouldn't be surprised As, you know what there's a challenge for the extended family yeah yeah if we can there has to be an artist that something was lost in translation or a game of telephone yeah, totally and they ended up with something else like well that's my name now <laughs> right. from here on out yep yeah um what about a crew like um another person that's been featured i think on the playlist challenge before asap rocky mm-hmm. where it's like it's asap mob or something like that everybody in his crew is asap something yeah it doesn't bother me it's like asap ferg and asap this yeah yeah don't bother I, me too I much. I think it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because it's like, it's, you, okay, your collaboration, your group yeah. needs something. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like that, too. This is just one random thing I want to call out, the thing that makes me fucking crazy. Um, the replacements. You know the replacements, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they just, uh, and they've been in the news a lot lately because they remastered the album Tim, which is like one of their more famous. It's got um, Can't Harley Wait on it mm-hmm. and uh, Meet Me on the Bus. It's got a few other really great songs. And I like them enough. I don't know enough about them. I know they were crazy alcoholics and whatever. Um, but they remastered it and apparently it is like a like magic. Like th- how poorly, the how bad Tim sounded originally. And everybody acknowledged that there was a piece of shit yep. uh, engineered album. And they remastered it like just like months ago. And it's like a revelation. And people mm. are losing their fucking minds about it. Okay. I bring it up because in every one of these little reviews of this new version of the album, they refer to the replacements as the mats. The fuck are the mats? It's apostrophe M-A-T-S. I still don't get it. I don't either. And no one ever fucking explains it. 
That's really annoying. And what it is, because I looked it up before this episode, because I do my research, <laughs> is apparently it's ba- it's a nickname based off of a misnomer. So people called them the the placements or like the placement mats. That's fucking dumb. It's stupid. Yeah. Every single review article think piece about the replacements calls them the mats. Well, it's just like you said, the, the same jackass that calls out their real name. It's two so cents. lame. Right. I hate it. Right. Oh God. Like big deal. You know, something that a right. few of us don't. Right. Know. Which again, defeats the purpose of journalism, right? It's like, yes, you shouldn't be confusing the reader. It's yes, exactly. For no reason. Right. It's like when it's just lazy. Like when they like a, a record review for Bob Mould and they mention he's gay within the first three sentences and 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 it's not it's apropos of nothing right it has nothing to do with the songs with it yeah. they tell no backstory it's yeah. just openly gay right. bob like right. oh, come on man right. that's like when words three four and five of the article are comma who is gay comma <laughs> right. <laughs> right they do the same thing with uh anoni and the johnsons right like yeah. they have to get into trans actually i bet if you look for reviews they don't mention it for those why do you think that is? I'm thinking about this as I say it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. Maybe because it's so obvious. Maybe because it's so obvious, all you like that it, it would feel like piling on or whatever. Whereas, like for an, a, a you know a musician that it isn't common knowledge or yeah. not as viscerally yeah. obvious. I do think they get a. I think if if you have come of age or come of popularity in the last 10 years, let's say, yeah, and you use a different pronoun than, than expected. Yeah. I think they don't say anything like yeah. you can get away with they or be or he, she, right. but if you, but anything longer than 10 years ago, like they have to feel like they'd have to explain it. Could be. Yeah. It's so weird. I think there's that in some aspect of like when it's so obvious that it would feel awkward to bring it up. But if it's not, it's like, well, do people know? Right. Yeah. Maybe it's like, no one's gonna write an article like, you know, James Brown, who is black. <laughs> Right. It's like, we know, we know. We we heard the song black and I'm black and I'm proud. And we, right. Right. (laughs) That was pretty. Okay. So you've got like someone like flea. Oh no. Okay. So flea is a good example. Mm -hmm. Flea is like, I like flea because it fits like you look at that guy and you're like, his name is probably flea. Right. Right. (laughs) He probably literally has fleas. Right. Sure. And he's got it. And they're in a band name. They're in a band with a stupid band name. At least scabies. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, how about you are you two, which is a fine enough, fine yeah. enough name, yeah. but you have two people and the two most, the two people at the forefront, the people that do the most interviews who both have weird, not your real name names. What do you think about that? So you have Bono and the edge. <laughs> the edge always bothered me. <laughs> really? Because as the. Yeah. Yeah. Of a person, no less. <laughs> right. That's like a hundred times worse. <laughs> right. And Bono is, I mean, Bono Vox, right? Voice of the people. Right. Fuck off. <laughs> and then Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen. <laughs> Junior. Yeah. It's like, you think they're sitting in the meeting like, you guys sure? Because we're just doing. I'm just going to be Larry. Yeah, I'm just going to our- be Larry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have the most lame name possible. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. So weird. sound means it's time for another playlist challenge. Uh, This week's topic is anatomy, which I chose knowing full well that this was like bait for Tank to do something wildly inappropriate. 
Um, free, and I don't free, even need bait most of the no, time. No, no, it's a hall. I mean, it's a free pass. Mm-hmm. So um, considering I chose the topic, Tank's going to go first, which I think is only appropriate. Right. And you'll be, uh, I think everyone will be surprised at uh, the mature manner, which I handled I know. This topic. I was very surprised. Well, I can't, you, you can never be predictable. Right. 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 <laughs> it's like if you, if you, if, if I'm like a cat, <laughs> right. right. If you buy me a toy, I'm not going to play For with exactly. it. Could you leave a box open? It's game on. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So getting started, jumping right into it <laughs> uh, with the songs that he picked for me. Um, number five is Born on the FM Waves of the Heart by Against Me. So this is a it's a it's a solid number five. When I mean when I mean by that, I don't like it. Oh, at all. <laughs> so how is that a solid? Oh, it's solid. Like, like there there's was no doubt. This is a no doubter. Oh, wow. like this one cleared. This oh. this went out of the stadium. Wow, you went the complete other way with that. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking like solid number five was not clear. <laughs> um, no, I, I um like so musically, to me it sounds hundred percent interchangeable. Like there's okay. nothing and nothing noteworthy or like if, if I would have, if I was looking for some stock music for the show, mm-hmm. the, the music strikes me totally as something that you would buy. Okay. Like just, you wow. know, pop rock song two, two, right. right? Okay. <laughs> Preset. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> so it's not like it's bad. It's just, it's, it's like, it doesn't strike me as being of one particular band. It's just there. Got right? it. So that puts a lot of weight on the lyrics. Though. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and those didn't <laughs> didn't put it over the line for you. No, um, uh, the, the lyrics just seem like kind of basic and literal, like mm-hmm. pretty like, straightforward. Here's what's happening, and then this happened, and okay. then I feel like that. <laughs> okay, it's like, all right, okay. You know, um, and the duet, even the duet, seems forced. Does it? Okay, yeah. like it okay. just it just it doesn't hit for me. I mean, I will. I, I've seen the name against me a lot. Yeah, me and too. I I never looked into it and i mean out of curiosity i'm i haven't yet but i am going to see if if it's all like this or you know if this is just one that you know one bad dish that didn't sit well with me yeah this is the only song i like by them so if, okay wow <laughs> but, it's, all, it's all downhill from here but if i like you know what i mean if i like it and you hate it that might mean the rest of their catalog is fantastic it's true you, you have no Inverse idea principle. right <laughs> um no it, it, the thing is like if you know you say this a lot about you know some of the more middling choices that i give you yeah I wouldn't complain if it was on. Yeah, sure. Right? If we were hanging out and it was on, I was like, all right, it's just, it's a song. Yeah. At least it's not, yeah, offensive. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, but, um, but in the context of being asked to comment on it, I have nothing <laughs> positive to say. <laughs> right? So it's not overtly negative. It's just, yeah. I struggled to find positives. Okay. All right. That's all. All right. And, uh, and a whole interesting, I mean, I don't, I, I read a little bit on the whole, the, the lead singer, uh, the large and grace transition yeah. and yeah. everything. Yeah. And I, I do. Okay. Again, I should probably get more into the catalog before saying this, but whenever there's something, let's say of interest or interesting mm-hmm. regarding, I do wonder how much that plays into why they become, um, part of the discussion. Sure. Right. If it's completely just the music. Yeah. I, so this is prior to, to her transition. Yeah. And 
I listened to it when it came out. Okay, so I, I knew nothing so about like the 07 or something? Something like that. Yeah. I actually heard it in a, while well, I was waiting for my wife to try on clothes at a Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. They're playing the music in, in there. And I'm like, oh, what's like, actually they had a big video screen and I saw the video and I saw this duet and I knew that, uh, it's, I don't know if it's Tegan or Sarah, one of, mm-hmm. it's Tegan. one of Tegan. Um, I'm like, oh, I recognize her. And then I ended up liking the song. But um, yeah, I don't, th- I gotta say, I don't think, you know, for the conspiracy theorists that are like, oh, they're only popular because of this, they did not get any more popular. Like, I, I, I think one album yeah. came out, and then I don't think they exist anymore. I think they broke up. Yeah, so that's true. I mean, this is I'm listening to it, you know, ten years yeah. after the because it, 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 I guess the coming out with the transition was 2012. Okay, so it is well after the fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean that part I I don't know. I mean I guess it was off my radar because it's not my kind of music. Sure, sure. But um. I don't know. It's just something in the back of my mind. Whenever there's an interesting social aspect to just like living color, right? Okay. They were, they were a great band. Period. There was no getting around <laughs> the <laughs> fact that they were, that's how everyone referred to them. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's like, so sometimes the, yeah. the social aspect of it hits you before the music ever does. Sure. And then sometimes it, it's irrelevant and the band would have earned it anyway. Yeah. But there are times that I'm, you wonder. I'm dubious. It's okay. like, is it because of that? Okay. Or is it just a coincidence? Sure, sure. That's all. Yeah. So, but you're right. I mean, timing wise, it's a moot point because that came well after they yeah, were, sure. they were relevant. So point taken. All right. At number four, I have Both Hands by Ani DeFranco. And the old woman behind the pink curtains and the closed door on the first floor. She's listening through the air shaft To see how long a swan song can last And both hands, now use both hands Oh no, don't close your eyes I am writing graffiti on your body I am drawing So what I like the, I mean, there's a few things that I dug about this. One, I, I liked the unique volume modulation on the guitar. Mm. And I do wonder... I'm sure I could find out if I looked hard enough, if it was, if that's natural or done in post-production. She plays a very percussive style yeah. that she's really like hammering on it right. with her fingers in concert. Cause I have the first Ani DeFranco I ever heard was a live album. And you can tell, I mean, like you can physically hear the guitar at some points, but right. I don't think she's trying to hit the body right. of it. So, so it probably is, but that, that must be, if, if there was no fading or anything happening in post-production, yeah. that must be a very tiring. Yeah. Or, or such amazing muscle memory, right? But to, to on every set of notes, mm-hmm. be like soft to heart, <laughs> soft to heart, <laughs> right. soft to heart, right? Um, but yeah, so that part struck me as again just unique. It, it in stark contrast to the song just before it, right? Oh, like, absolutely. Like here's something that sonically right away identifies it as unique. Yes. So yes, no, good point. Um, I didn't realize how much she sounded like Jewel. You think she sounds like Jewel? Well, at I certain guess. points, where, where she dies, this. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear a whole song. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I <laughs> I would pass out. Um, not not a lot, but it's it certain moments. Like okay. when she makes that sound, okay, like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. the jewel sound. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just that, that was kind of a random. That's all right. Observation. Um, it seems like a very it's a, it's a great breakup song. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's written. You know, again, not to completely shit on it, but the, again, the opposite of the one before which and i noticed too that a lot there's a lot of breakup songs in here oh that's weird uh, or relationship songs i huh. think uh three of them actually 
I guess if it shows songs about people's bodies or have have a have a, a you know anatomy yeah. in the title, yeah. I mean that it stands just to reason. Like five dick songs, like <laughs> one of the two. I could have done that for sure. Um, no, but it's a good breakup song. It's uh, it's a and and I I kind of I thought this, but the way it was worded when I was reading about it on Genius kind of summed it up. But uh, it's a rare combination of resigned but not resentful. Oh, interesting. You don't get that much in songs. No, you don't. Normally, it's the we broke up and I'm sad or angry. Right. Uh, usually the latter. Yes. But this one isn't even necessarily sad. I mean, it sort of is, but it's just like, it's just, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's a and, story of a breakup or post breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I dug it. Um, and yeah, I mean, and, and Andy DeFranco is another one that I wondered if you, it was, she was even on your radar or it was one of those things that just passed you, kept passing you by sort it, of. I guess in my head, I bucket her with, and I, not to say they're sonically equivalent at all, but like from a cultural standpoint with like fish. Okay. And it was all the bands that I knew must be good in college, but I didn't listen to. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, mid to late nineties for sure. Right. She's, and what this song is probably from like 92 or something. I don't even know. Oh, it's pretty old. This one, I didn't, I didn't look the year, but yeah, like I'm like, I'm, I bet I would like it. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> uh, but it just never came up. So yeah. it is going to, you know, I am going to sort of wallow around in that pool a little bit now okay. and uh, check out some more, but I like it. It was a good, uh, oh, cool. a good entry point. Cool. At number three is No Step on Wing by Niels Fromm. So, you know, we, we know by now that I like piano mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I like ambient. Mm-hmm. This isn't quite lo-fi, right? Cause it's no. tie-fi. Yeah. But, um, definitely it's in my wheelhouse. Right. Yeah. So, um, sometimes I think we're getting to the point now where in these completely meaningless rankings, that's going to start <laughs> to work against it. Cause okay. like, I can't always put it. Sure. Right. 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 It's like how, you know, sometimes they put Alabama at number five in the preseason poll, like just to mix it up. Like, <laughs> Right. They're going to win the national the, title. Sure, right. okay. Right. Uh, the it's a unique piano sound, and you know, looking into it a little bit because this this is new. This uh, artist is new to me. Um, that's apparently what he does. Mm-hmm. He mixes and matches uh, all kinds of equipment mm-hmm. experiments. Mm-hmm. So it's um, kind of like that. Uh, what was when we did a, a couple or last season? It uh, was at Olanis. All of our Arnold's. Yes. Yeah, same thing. Where yeah. it's like you start with a classical instrument and uh-huh. then you try to make yes. something new out of it yeah so i like that uh it's a definite album purchase as working music oh cool you know background whatever yeah um i was though my only minor complaint um i was waiting for a payoff yeah there's not one there's not no not a traditional song in that sense right it's like even but there's like i mentioned there's there's a dry hump at about the three and a half minute mark okay. where you think it's building to something and then it just doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. So, you know, artist prerogative, <laughs> you know, but you got me. So I listened to this song. This is on my um, going to sleep playlist. Oh yeah. And it's perfect because of that reason. I found that the perfect song for me to fall asleep to never reaches a crescendo. Mm-hmm. It's always lays. You know what I mean? It doesn't, if I can start to predict it and it gets repetitive, then it, then I'm 
spinning on that. Like I think like it gets stuck in my head and I don't want that right before I go to go to bed. So I kind of need to be all random. And this song is very sort yeah. of like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but definitely, um, you know, another, you know, I'll buy the album and get into it just like, and thank God too, like, cause I've been doing a lot of work on the computer lately. Oh yeah. And so many of our playlist challenge albums. Yeah. Like I just start at the top oh, and nice. go in chronological order. It's Excellent. Fantastic. Oh, good. And coming in at number two <laughs> is Bones by Soccer Mommy. First and foremost, great, great artist name. So- oh, I Soccer hate Mommy. I hate it. I love it. Oh, really? I love I, it just because it's so stupid. <laughs> and she's young, too. She's, yeah, she's like 26. Right, yeah. yeah. And she's been, I think she was like a bedroom recording art, like had an album when she was 19, too, okay. and called herself Soccer Mommy when she was like 19. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. It's pretty great. It's cheeky. <laughs> it is cheeky. I'll give you that. Um, but yeah, the opening line of the song, uh, I feel the bones of how we used to be. They crowd the space between us and our sheets. Great line. Pretty great. Um, and <laughs> not that I'm turning this whole thing into shitting on against me, <laughs> my other nose, like this, this is everything that song wanted to be okay. lyrically. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. That's, uh, it's a last I will mention of against <laughs> me. Today. That's fine. It's fine. Um, um, but no, it was, it, it's really, um, what's another one like this? Like, um, semi-charm life, uh, you know, third eye blind mm-hmm. in the sense that it, it's really sad the song, but the upbeat chord choice and the melody, yeah. you know, belies the, yes, it doesn't match up. Right. Yeah, sure. I always like that. I do too. I think yeah. it's hard to do. It is effectively without coming off like a novel. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and no, uh, she pulls that off here, but, um, again, there, it just has this certain something, mm-hmm. right? This cer- certain je ne sais quoi <laughs> of, <laughs> you know, nothing really jumps out as like, Oh, here's why this is different, yeah. but it just, Feels a little different to me. Absolutely. Going on feel like it has some uniqueness to it. It's hard. Whenever I listen to stuff like this, I think there's a couple other in this genre, like snail mail. And there's a couple other artists like this where it's like, you can't quite pinpoint why this isn't just pop music, but you, but you know, it isn't, it has a feel like this is something just different enough that it won't catch on and be incredibly popular. Could be sincerity. Maybe that's it. People don't want to be here. Sincerity. Yeah. No, they're not in pop music. No, they don't. I mean, pop music is like, you know, blockbuster movies. Yeah, like, sensational. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Good point. Could be. Yeah. Um, no, so I like it. I'm going to, I'm going to poke around. I may not have an appetite for a lot of it. Yeah, sure. But I do like this example of okay. it. So yeah. yeah, snoop around a bit. Okay. I like this album quite a bit. Okay. So, so, yeah. I will, I will give it a full listen then. Cool. And now we get to the crowning achievement of modern music, which is becoming number one. <laughs> To me, Tank. <laughs> really? It's on a the cr- playlist challenge. Yes. Wow. Beyond the AMAs, beyond the Grammys, beyond the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is it. At the end of their career, they're going to go, was I ever number one on the playlist challenge? <laughs> and and the new pornographers can now say yes. Wow. Yes, we were. Excellent. So number one is The Bones of an Idol by the new pornographers. Cause something keeps turning us on Who 
So I listened to this one last out of the group, and I, I do wonder how much, I'm sure a very large degree, because I'm somewhere on the spectrum, <laughs> that the order that I would listen to them in affects how I rank them. It has to. It has to. Yeah, right? yeah I agree. Um, especially because I'm, I'm typing out notes yeah. and I start with an old one and I start at the top and work oh, my yeah, way down absolutely. and it's like, oh, look, it's the best one. It's the last one. <laughs> right. Whatever. Again, nothing fucking matters, right? No, it doesn't matter. It's just not. None of this matters. <laughs> it's great Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, okay. Um, but no, but I, but I listened to it last and I was like, you know what? So far, nothing musically has really stuck out for me. Okay. Out of the badge. Okay. Right. Sure. There was sure. Sure. Variances, mm-hmm. but, and I'm like, I really hope this one, it's my last shot. Yeah. Um, and it did. Oh, great, great. It um, it feels, again, this is corny, but it's how I, it feels like fresh and inspired. Okay. Like just fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, I really dig the melodies. I think the, the way that I, the I would coin it, I guess, is advanced pop music. That's a great way to put it. Like it, it's pop music, but yes. it, there's, there's layers. Oh there's yeah. Dynamics yes. at play. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. So it just. When people do reviews of their albums, they always say pop. And I always think, like, I can't, if I gave this to anybody, they'd be like, I don't understand this music. Right? No. There's there's just something else, again, like a little bit like Soccer Mommy, where like, I, there's just something else going on here. It's yeah. way, it is way more advanced musically, clearly, right? Yes. Like the songwriting, the, um, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, there's just more going on. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, very much to me, I guess, like a, a more upbeat Dave Matthews. Okay. Because Dave Matthews was the same thing. Sure, and, sure. Know, when that first came on the scene, it was like, we had never heard anything like that. No, that's true. Right? That's With, true. It was normally four-piece, five-piece right. bands. Right, And right. there were not all these melodies and counter-melodies yeah, yeah, and sure. swirling around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is, uh, that part was nice and refreshing. How old is that? Is this, this is... 2002? Yes. No. It's no, pretty old. It's pretty old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, it's funny, as I was listening to it, I was like, oh, the voice sounds kind of familiar. Oh, okay. Right? But I, you know, I not Didn't register. enough of a fan for yeah. t- until right away. Yeah. And I was on the Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, Nico Case. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, that's who it is. <laughs> Excellent. This is a very much aha moment after the fact. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, but no, at least at least I'm consistent. Yeah. Um, but another example of good, vague lyrics. Mm, okay. You know, yeah. and this is, I know every fucking week I get into this, but. Sure. It's, I know lyrics are tricky, but I think it's a tough skill to be like, I want to figure out what it is. Yeah, sure. Right. Either most lyrics on the first pass, not going to say it. <laughs> most lyrics, <laughs> I'll say it. Save against me. Thank you. <laughs> most lyrics on the first pass, you don't know. Right. But it's, it's, I think that it's, it's the mark of good songwriting that yeah. you want to figure it out. Yeah. As opposed to like, I don't fucking care. Sure. Whatever's <laughs> happened to this protagonist, good. I hope they die. Right. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so it's, uh, this is another album purchase, I think. And I, I learned too, it's kind of like, they're like a collective, they're like, yeah, like a super group kind of like a Canadian right. super group, right. Of yeah. singer songwriters, yeah. like a, the, like the Canadian Menudo, <laughs> Canudo, if you will. <laughs> no, they are not. Like no, I think it's menudo. exactly what it's like. <laughs> People aren't coming in and out. People don't age out of the new pornographers. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they are now Canudo. <laughs> Which sounds like a cigar brand. Oh, it does. Like yeah. Macanudo. Yeah, okay. That well, is a cigar go. brand. Right. Yeah. Not so much of a stretch. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, so there are definitely some things this week that I'm going to run with and uh, and delve deeper into, like I always do, which is why I love this so okay. much. Awesome. And uh, yeah, that is my five. Cool. That is my favorite. Uh, that album that that's on is my favorite new pornographer's album. Uh, Twin, Twin Cinema. Twin Cinema. I, yeah. I really like it. So now I will... I'll throw it on over to E for the five songs I gave him. Thanks, Tank. Hey! 
<laughs> Watch out for traffic on 696 this morning. It's a zoo out there. Uh, okay. Um, coming in firmly at number five is Blood on the Leaves by Kanye West. Would be lost without me. We could have been somebody. Thought you'd be different about it. Now I know you not it. So let's get on with it. We could have been somebody. Said you had to tell somebody. Let's take it back to the first party. When you tried your first mile, it came out of your body. All right, so I have a lot of feelings about this song. I figured you would. I this is this is five. I have really no idea where you're going to go. Oh, okay, it, right? yeah. And and I knew Kanye was going to be uh, volatile. Yes, just like Kanye himself. Yes, exactly. So. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, that's his point, right? Is yeah. to get a response, and yes. this definitely made me feel stuff, but not mostly not good things. Um, <laughs> first, first of all, being like. The predictable, like right away, you know, even if without hearing his voice, you know, this is a Kanye produced track because mm-hmm. it's got all of the check marks. It's got the pitched up soul R&B mm-hmm. chorus at the uh, at the very beginning. Not the Yeah, it is the chorus, I guess. Yeah. Um, you've got um, the clipped piano sound where it's like it's a it's a piano sound, but it's sampled or they cut it off short. Um, and then then you hear his voice and the auto tune is just right. Um we have to get into it at some point, and I don't think this is it because I haven't thought about it enough, but we have to get into my my feelings. I'm telling you what we have to do. <laughs> All right. We have to address my feelings yes, about, sir. about auto-tune. Yeah. Um, because there are instances where I do think it clearly works. Um, you didn't like that image in Heap song right. because of it was too much. I get that. I get it sometimes when Boney Vera uses it, and he uses it a lot, and it makes sense to me. I know um, Justin Vernon from Boney Vera and Kanye are like, boys that yeah. like the guest on each other's albums and stuff um but i hate i hate his use of it i hate it so much i hate the long drawn out parts where he's like going oh yeah. like he's yeah. tr- you're trying to show some sort of vocal <laughs> talent but it's all masked by the correction that the autotune is doing and you don't have the talent you don't right and like- I get it, and and we're reaching into the past too here, right? Because he's one of the first people to really embrace it, right? And he wanted to make a record where he sang. This isn't the record where he sings the whole thing. That's uh, 808 and Heartbreak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 808s and Heartbreak? Yeah. 808s and Heartbreak. Okay. Um, And this is on Yeezus? Yeezus. Okay. Um, It it just hits me the wrong way. I really dislike it. Um, I think, and I'm just making this up. Yeah, no, sure. I think auto-tune is like makeup. Okay. If you're pretty, you don't need it. Well, but you could use makeup sparingly to oh, accentuate. Okay, sure. But if you're ugly <laughs> and you pile it on, it, it just makes it worse. It's, and it's all you can focus on. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So he has to he has to glob on all the makeup because he can't sing. Yeah. Right. Then yeah. just don't sing. That's my thing. Then just right. don't sing. Just don't go. Don't don't leave the house if you're ugly. <laughs> that's not what I was saying. That's, that, that's, you heard it here first. He says ugly people should stay home. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Um, other things that really that sit with me the wrong way are the use of the so it's Strange Fruit the song and it's a Nina Simone version. I don't know if she ever she was she did the original, but there's a million versions of Strange Fruit. It's a beautiful song and a very um, important song mm-hmm. in uh, sort of like civil rights terms. 
And the fact that Kanye uses it, like now definitely in retrospect, knowing what you know since this has been recorded, the fact that he's using it and then he's been like an anti-ally ally yeah an anti-ally to the black community and a number of different points yeah um really make gives me the heebie-jeebies um and then the song also does not when that sample comes in i'm like i know this song i know what it's all about okay maybe the lyrics will match what this song is it's not at all it doesn't have anything to do it's just using it as sort of like a a shorthand, uh, like something to lift up the song and then it doesn't deliver on, on that promise right. to me, which is irresponsible when it's such a yes. emotional. Yes. Yeah. Because I gather that millions of people who bought this record aren't familiar with that song. It's a fucking 1950s right. or whatever song right. people don't, you know, and he had a chance to tune people into that. And then the lyrics are just fucking stupid. I mean, it's just, <laughs> we can't be together and that's fine. Like, and so one of the things I wrote down, yes, the lyrics are stupid, um, particularly when he starts rapping, but I do appreciate what Kanye brought in his, the vulnerability, mm-hmm. like saying, I don't have it all together. Um, someone broke my heart. That didn't, ha- doesn't really happen in hip hop a lot. And he still doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. You're right. There, there's some more, there's more like an emo, yeah. you know, whole string of hip hop like that. But, um, he's the first person to really do it. And, and I appreciate that. At least you're bringing something new to the game. So, um, but so, yeah, so it's singing for a long time and then he raps and then the rap just gets really just stupid and yeah. like offensive to women and all the kind of tropes um the beat when it drops i'm like oh i know that beat but it's not i don't know it from this song Ar- it, arby's commercial <laughs> it, was not, it was not an arby's commercial i think it might have somebody been. said that somebody said okay so i looked up the beat and i said beat blood on the leaves um cover or something like i tried to figure out where is this from and somebody says well i don't know a fucking arby's commercial <laughs> bom, bom, <Yeah>. bom. <laughs> we got the meat yeah um no apparently it's by the song by a band uh, not a band but like a, a dj duo um called tonight t-n-g-h-t who actually produced this track oh so it was their track to begin with and they just repurposed it and used it in this song which obviously is clearly fine but i'm like but i knew the other song and then when I was looking again, looking at the comments or looking into like, where's this uh, sample from? Everyone's like, this is the best drop of all time. And I'm like, but it, it's a drop of a beat that's already been used before. Can it be the best drop of all? I mean, that's right. just an opinion thing. I anyway. I mean, best sample of all time. Yeah, but, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, oh, the part where he starts saying and live and learn. He's like singing it, live and like, it's just auto tune the shit out of it. I just, I literally wrote down, I want this to be over. <laughs> Please, please stop make this stop yeah. but i listen to it all, and that's just not interesting so yeah. sorry i'm glad you put kanye because i don't think we've talked about not a lot one particular song right no, no it's not been not. in the playlist challenge yeah so it was it was nice for me to sort of unpack my feelings about mm-hmm. some of his music through this so i appreciate that yeah so anyway solid number five for me <laughs> in the same way that against me <laughs> is a solid, solid number, number five, five. Yes. <laughs> uh Coming in at number four, and I'm I'm bracing myself. Mm-hmm. All within my hands by Metallica.
okay. So I had heard you play, you've played this song for me before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I recognized it a little bit. I recognized the drum sound right away, obviously, because it's the St. Anger snare. <laughs> um, yeah. And I didn't mind it. It didn't do a whole lot. Yeah. yeah um, it gets buried sort of also um, with the guitars. It gets buried behind yeah. it a little bit. So um, so let's start from the beginning of the song. Um, there's, there's a lot of great riffs, mm-hmm. three or four probably in this song. Um, there's a part where they're like, do they do a riff and then it's, they do the chunka chunka in between the two <laughs> where like, which I think is like you're holding basically all of your hands on the fret, kind of holding yep. them all down mm-hmm. and doing sort of just like an extra noise. I liked it cause it's raw and very indie rock to me right. and not very Metallica. So it was like, I appreciated that. Um, a, a nice amount of distortion in the guitar again, mm-hmm. which I appreciate the imperfections. Um, that is just about what I like about the song. Mm-hmm. So, and I can tell you pretty specifically why. Um, it is just crazy repetitive. Mm-hmm. It is, whereas there are three or four really good riffs, mm-hmm. they're just over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And the lyrics are also the same way. Mm-hmm. There's three or four bits. There's the all within my hands bit, and then there's know, two or three other bits. And it's just, it's like they recorded 30 seconds of a song mm-hmm. And then just twisted it inside out for mm-hmm. fucking twenty minutes is how long the song seemed yep. to me. But yep. it's like eight or nine. It's uh, it's up there. It's nine ish. Yeah, yeah. It's um, eight forty five. Yeah, it was that was rough. Um, yeah. Another <clears throat> thing I thought about it is from a very practical standpoint. Um, I have no problem with James's uh, voice. It can sound super mm-hmm. awesome and and hits his sound. Obviously, it's iconic with that and the and the instrumentation. There are times where he could use backing vocals. Where I, or they could um, layer his own voice, yeah, and they do it a couple times in the song unsuccessfully. Yeah, there's like this, hmm, yeah, like harmonizing, uh, yeah. Oh, and it's, and it's and it's against like a very light sparse yes, guitar too. Yeah, and it's off key. Yeah. It's it like is. it sounded just like yeah. what I did, which is yeah. awful. Um, but other moments, I think his it's just too much. I would like something else, so something else sonically. Um. The bass is just completely buried in the song. Uh-huh. There's one moment at the very beginning where I can hear it. The rest, I cannot hear it. And it would, like I've seen Trujillo play and uh, he, he's got some chops. Oh, he's not in the band at this point. Bob Rock. I was oh, say, there's a reason it's buried. That makes a lot more sense. Yep. So Bob Rock played bass on this album. Okay. Cause there could have been some fun. There were oh, opportunities yeah. for some fun shit, some fun, uh-huh. some funky stuff that would have really yep. changed it and yep. really disappointing. Um, I was bored at, I wrote down, I was bored two minutes and 30 seconds in. And at four minutes and 30 seconds, I wrote, when is this over? (laughs) Not for a while yet. Um, So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the the lyrics are repetitive. They're so, again, talk about on the nose. They are very on the, Mm -hmm. it seems to me they write about like, there's no guessing what their songs are about lyrically. It is incredibly, so there'll be metaphors used, right? you know, figures of speech to make it interesting, but it's clearly about this one thing. Right. Okay. And this was one of those. Right. But because, so part of the reason I, I put this one on there, a, cause it's, it's a grind. Like Mm. it is. Okay. It's taxing. It was taxing. And all of saying not all of St. Anger. St. Anger is a fascinating thing in and of itself because of, if you, you can only enjoy it if you know why it happened and where it came oh, from. Okay. In a in a vacuum, it's extremely difficult. Oh, interesting. Right. And even if you know it's still difficult. Yeah, sure. But it makes sense. Okay. Right. Okay. Like, you know, like different artists have, you know, like blue period, whatever. Yeah, sure. It's, you know, if if you watch a documentary and all this stuff is going on, yeah. this was essentially it was a recorded therapy session. Okay. Right. So a lot of this was just and what you said was almost verbatim the criticism 
at the time and still now, like way too long, way too bloated. Yeah. They, you know, somewhere after the black album, they lost the ability to edit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep and, it tight. Right. Yeah. Um, but the reason I brought it up is it was um, last season. We talked about yeah, the bands, right? I remember that. Right. So this was the, the lyrics. I thought it's interesting because it's an apology to Jason. Okay. Right. Right. So right. Right. The, right. right. Um, you know, I'll, uh, I will only let you breathe, you know, the air that it, oh, you okay. receive oh, okay. and then I'll sit, let, I'll fuck it up. But anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's you. an apology to Jason. I got you. Okay. Right? And now did it need to be a nine minute apology? Right. No. <laughs> and like you said, there's, there's 20, 30 seconds of inspired lyrics. Yes. That turned into nine minutes. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's tough. I almost know. I like it for what it is. Okay. But I never listened to it. Okay. All right. You know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's rough. It was rough. There's the point where he's doing, is he saying kill, kill, kill yes. over and over again? Yes. And he says kill once in his normal voice. He says kill twice in a version of his normal voice that he's used on other songs. And then I'm like, oh, I know what's happening next. Yeah. Like I've, I'm pretty, I'm like for the next three minutes, it's going to seem like three minutes. Uh-huh. He's just going to do different voices for the word kill. Mm-hmm. And he's going to push his, it seemed like manufactured emotion. It, well, and, and pushing, the- pushing his, his vocal into the documentary the limits you know you, you see bob rock tell he tells him do it like he's oh really he is very much following instructions which hit or miss it missed yeah right but it was i mean that's the right the yeah, right thing to do it, it was just it was a moment in time yeah and sure. it was he okay. was fresh out of rehab okay they thought the band was going to break up okay it it was it's just a mess yeah but with no saint anger there's no band right okay so it's okay. like it, sure. this needed to happen okay doesn't mean we need to we need to go back and listen to it <laughs> It's, but, but it needed to happen. It had to happen. Okay. And it's it, it's fascinating for a quote-unquote scholar of the band yeah. as this moment in time. But yeah. I see very little reason why someone who wasn't that much into it yeah. would ever want to listen to it. Well, I mean, that's really mature. That's a mature perspective of you, which yeah. I think most fans don't have, right? Um, yeah. But you are big on context. I think that's really insightful because I think like you said about like Sufjan Stevens, and I think that was a great call out way back in the day that if you don't have a whole lot of context, like I think about his album, Carrie and Lowell, which came out maybe five years or whatever, mm-hmm. probably 10 years ago now. And if you didn't have any perspective, you're like, this is a crappy folk album. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't care for it at all. But right. then if you have perspective, you're like, Oh, it means a lot more. And he don't normally doesn't make this kind of music, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. So I get it. Context is everything in a lot of instances yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's something we lose in the playlist challenge. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause there's Ab- been already, I've seen from seasons past, there's songs that I've shit on and then I go back and listen to it and learn more. It's like, well now I like it. Now I yeah, get it. Yeah, sure. But I didn't get it when it was, you know, one listen. Yeah. And, and that's all the situations around the making of the album, not just the rest of the tracks around it. It might sound a lot better with a track before it by that yep. band and then, a tra- you know, all in the same theme, but you're right. We missed that in this. Yeah. And after we're done recording, I'm going to make you listen to, my other ulterior motive for giving you this song okay. is they redid it. You told me about that. Okay. I haven't. And it is completely different and better and well, hard to get worse. Right? <laughs> but yes. Okay. Better. okay. All right. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so number three, uh, and this is a clear break now from five to four in case you were wondering. So <laughs> five, four, now, now into three, yep. and the rest um, number three, let's do chest fever by the band.
Yeah, so that yeah. organ riff that comes in, it's organ or piano. Organ. So it sounds like organ. Um, which is a theme in this. I mean, I guess it is anatomy huh. episode. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Double entendre. <laughs> That's right. Um, I didn't know the name of this song. I'm only familiar with a handful of songs by the band. And when the that riff came in, I'm like, oh, I know this song. Mm-hmm. And then immediately I was like, oh, I don't think I like this song. Mm-hmm. And then the song went on. I'm like, oh, I don't. Okay. I didn't think this is. So I had that riff attached to an entirely different genre. Like it, it sounded classic rock to me. Maybe it's, maybe there's another song that has a similar like organ riff to it. Like, um, uh, like Kansas or Boston or somebody like, has like a like carry on my wayward son or something, something. like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, that's what this is, but that's not what this okay. is. It's different. So it sat with me different after that initial sort of shock. Um, uh, yeah, but I said initially very classic Rocky van. I put Van Halen in parentheses. There was almost like, yeah. any, anyway, um, I would never guess that this is the band. This mm-hmm. does not sound like what I think the band. Sounds no, it's like. very, it's very vampy and very rockish, less folkish. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, <laughs> I can't help it. I know, I know, I know Robbie Robertson just died. So he was in the headlines uh, recently, but there was a great, some writer for the, for, um, okay. Some writer tweeted randomly a few years ago that um somebody asked him to listen to the band he said no that's okay i'll just put on a civil war documentary and sit on an accordion (laughs) 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 it was incredible but then robbie robertson subtweeted him and he's like oh yeah because it's better to write for the cleveland show or whatever you write for right right right. get the fuck out (laughs) that was really good this is not that this is not that sort of right right it's a whole different sound um Okay, so some things I really did like about it. Um, there's multiple lead singers singing at the same time. Um, one is a little bit higher in the mix. Um, I think they're coming out of different... I think the main vocalist is coming out of both speakers, and then another one's coming out of only the right. They're off-timed, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that not forced, imperfect nature of it, where um, there's just slight delay between being exactly on time. They're not harmonizing exactly, right. but they're singing the same lyrics. And it's a really cool effect that I really dug. I'm really glad I listened to head, used headphones this time, and I don't mm-hmm. normally. Um, it really helped with this song in particular. Um, uh, during that riff, which is, yeah, iconic, like I recognize it, um, there's a drone in the back, and it's probably the nature of like, I don't know if like, when you're playing the organ, if you're like holding down a foot pedal and it's forcing air through mm-hmm. some of the, and, and it's, it's not a, um, it's not a, it is a sound. What's the word? The words are failing me here. Um, but it's like a drone essentially. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's just always present in the background, like bagpipes do, right? Yeah. Where you're always sort of squeezing on the bagpipes. Yeah. Um, I really, again, I'm a sucker for like a drone sound and yeah. it just, adds, it just feels organic. Yeah, it does. And it, it makes, it makes a full sound rather than a, yeah, I really like that part. Um, this song fades out. I, I mean, I'm not, right. I'm not alone. I know most people, most music fans do not like the fade out. And I imagine they wouldn't do this in concert. There'd be some way to end the song, but it just kind of dissolves. And I didn't like that part. Um, yeah. I didn't know what the song was about. Really? I, I still don't. I figured it out. It's about a girl leaving him wanting more. Oh, th- okay. th- and that's it. She, she's, she's gone. But then there's also some <clears throat> weird, lyrics that i'm like this doesn't make any sense but i also appreciate just trying some shit out where we, she uh, he sings she stoned said the swede and the moon calf agreed but i'm like a viper in shock with my eyes on the clock i'm like i don't know what the fuck any of that means it's but like a mad lib <laughs> a moon calf is that yeah. a thing maybe maybe it is yeah. sounds like a like a latte beverage <laughs> right um anyway so i thought it was cool that, it, that they tried that so um 
yeah, I like it. It's a solid three, though, because of the things I mentioned that I didn't like about it. But overall, um, I will not listen to this again. Okay. I don't like this because of that classic rock bent. I just, and I know I have some, we have some friends that are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I can think three people rolling their eyes in the back of their mm-hmm. head. But is this 70, early 70s? Late 60s, early 70s. Late 60s, yeah. early 70s. That sound, there's something about the sound I just, mm. I'm not a fan of. So, um, but I, 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 again, I appreciate this song. I'm mm. glad you made me listen to it. Really glad you made me right. listen to it. Good. Number two will be Sprung on the Cat by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sprung on the cat. The pitch better come on and get with this. A 40 dog in his hand and he's sagging. But pretty soon the cat's gonna tag him. Later that night, Yolanda got busy in the back of his big black Cadillac. The next day, the OG wasn't playing no ball, because he took her to the mall, buying everything from skirts to boots. Oh, speaking of boots, yeah, he knocked the boots, but in the end, another fool got jacked, because he was sprung on the cat. Sprung on the cat. Check it out. <laughs> the cat so sample good. is incredible. So good. It really is. Sir Mix-a-Lot's flow is the best. It is the worst and the best. Mm-hmm. It is the most distinctive flow in all of hip hop, I would say. Other than like, or the flow, just his delivery is so da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. Da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. He's got that way, just the way he delivers every line is so Mix-a-Lot and literally no one else. You would never, you would never hear another rap song, even of this era, and go, is this Sir Mix-a-Lot? And be wrong. <laughs> right. It's definitely him. No, but that's exactly why I had him where I had him in the top 10. Yeah, I can see that now. Right. There's no, it's no, who is this? Right. No. (laughs) No. And then again, I mean, repeating what I said in the episode, but like the enunciation. Yeah. I mean, so crisp. It's just crisp. (laughs) It really is. Yes. And, and again, there's no one, there's no one. I mean, maybe tangentially like a bust of rhymes there there's a handful of people that are so unique yeah sure there are other ones that are that unique but no sure. one like him q-tip maybe maybe yeah but even that i mean yeah that's true his the sound of his voice yeah. the timbre yeah um yeah and his and lyrically it's just so mix a lot like mm-hmm. there's weird turns of phrase non almost nonsensical turns of phrase in this song uh i mean so many good <laughs> i said so many good odd one-liners Buying everything from skirts to boots. Oh, speaking of boots, yeah, he knocked the boots. <laughs> like this is stream of consciousness. Yeah, right. like, like you knew he would. Like as soon as he the words boots came out of yep. his mouth, I'm like, oh, he's gonna have to say yeah. something about. He can't let that one go. <laughs> but then he just rhymes boots with boots. Yeah, which is so weird. Um, so, oh, by the way, I found out something. Okay, about the history of music that I think might put us at ease retroactively. Oh, one of the worst lines in hip hop history is Beastie Boys. I found that out too. Right? Yeah. So everybody <laughs> rapping like it's a commercial, rapping like, or living like life's a big commercial is supposed to be rehearsal. Right. And he fucked it up. And they left and, it in on purpose. Uh, yes. To punk him. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It bums me out because I like to hate on. I, don't, now, I still don't like Mike D, but. No. But in retrospect, I like the Beastie Boys more now, 30 years later. Yeah. And I kind of hated on them at the time. So. I guess it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. But it does make like rehearsal would have made sense. <laughs> it then. would have made a lot more sense. Um, I mean, just so many lines from this. I mean, uh, there's a bit where he's talking about. So the song is about getting played by women for mm. your money, essentially. So they take your car. They <laughs> they take you to a red lobster and mm. buy $200 worth of fish, which is like a very specific 
<laughs> not seafood, Which, fish. Adjusted for inflation, that's like 500 today, <laughs> sure. I think. It's a lot of fish. And I love the whole thing about buying $5 daiquiris. Like, who these? Who do these women think they are, you know, buying $5 daiquiris? Well, again, this is like 92. <laughs> it's All so right. strange. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, yeah, so good. Followed her to the motel. Yes, motel. I'm too cheap for a hotel. <laughs> really mailing it in on <laughs> i love it though yeah it's so him it's not corny yeah because it's mix a lot yeah um i love it i love it um it is a telltale i went uh, so the beat i didn't talk about the beat at all it's a telltale mix a lot oh, yeah. beat uh there's a sound to the snare and the kick in mm-hmm. his songs that's it's a mix a lot sound and and they're all very simple until they add instrumentation in the chorus right. but otherwise it's pretty much boom bap his, by the way, Sir Mixalot's posse's names is the weirdest group of names of people to be in your crew. First of all, his name is Sir Mixalot, which is so stupid. <laughs> like, do you call him? You call him Mix? I think. Yeah, I think right? they you don't do. call yes. him Sir. Yes. Excuse me, Sir. Um, Maharaji, mm-hmm. attitude adjuster, mm-hmm. and critical mass. <laughs> That's his homeboy's name. You know, he's his personal trainer. He's taking weight gainer, and from what I hear. He has the bulk to crush and contain you. <laughs> I mean, it's so strange. It's yep. like its own universe. It is a lot's world. It is. I mean, yeah, buttermilk biscuits. I mean, oh, come on. I, I mean, mean, so bizarre. Anyway, thank you so much for having me yes. listen to this. It's so good. What album is this on? It's on Mac Daddy. On Mac Daddy. So yeah. good. And thank you for accepting <laughs> Cat as anatomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was that was more of what I expected from you exactly. when I gave you this right. challenge. Right. <laughs> I had to address it, but just not give you everything. You <laughs> right. Want. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that leaves number one organ donor by DJ shadow. jotting this down now this is actually wasn't in my original notes but god just hearing it again and i, I just um listened to all these songs uh, maybe four hours ago so yeah. it's still pretty fresh in my head i when i turn it on I'm like oh yeah fuck yeah i love mm-hmm. this song if you don't get this song and you don't like this kind of song i don't totally understand <laughs> i don't know like i think we can like the same kind of music maybe but there is something about this song mm-hmm. the and the innovation behind the, the whole album, right, is right. like, is just, it's on this pedestal. And I think it deserves to be, right? Because right. it's this uh, feat of crate digging that is unparalleled, right? right. Um, it's a, And the album is introducing, introducing for anyone yeah. who wants to go check it out. It's so fucking fantastic. And it is challenging, but it's also, there's also like, um, go to the well, uh, hip hop group grooves that are just like uh, you know you're feeling it that you could bump in your car but then there'd be a part that's super challenging in the same mm-hmm. song um <laughs> anyway so i just wrote that yeah if you don't like this i don't <laughs> i don't understand well, not liking a song like this it's, it's two so minutes fucking incredible right? it's only two minutes long yeah. it's a great groove it is right and it's like it's see, I, you're right regardless of what kind of music you like yeah you should like this yes. if you don't i don't know how you like music yeah exactly yeah, yeah you're not paying attention right uh, as, at least as closely as we are right um so glad I got a chance to listen to this again. Um, 
at the beginning, uh, it did do a thing that was uncomfortable where I think there's a, there's a, a voice sample in the intro that goes from left to right in your headphones quickly. Um, that always makes me like uncomfortable, almost nauseous. There's some groups that do this and I don't like it, but anyway, that was like two seconds of the song. Um, I want one of the things I wrote down is like, so the organ is fucking incredible. It's called mm-hmm. organ donor, right? Play on words. But I was curious how much of that original riff is chopped up. Like I would like to see, mm. I would like to hear the original riff, the original organ riff and see if he's really cutting it up and making it something completely different. Cause it's all over the place in the song too. Right. He really fucks with it. Right. Um, and to the point where it almost falls apart. In fact, it does kind of fall apart yeah. in the court. And that's the other thing. Sorry. I'm talking really fast now. Cause I'm super excited. <laughs> Um, in two minutes, it takes you on a journey. It does. Right. Where again, solid hip hop beat. You're like, this is just a hip hop song. And if an MC came in right now, cool. If he, if he doesn't or she doesn't fine. Also cool. Um, but then yeah, the song falls apart in the middle and then it gathers itself up and comes back together. So good. Um, this whole album, there's a darkness mm-hmm. around it. There's something that feels like you are inside a basement record store yeah, right it, it sounds musty it does yeah and it's like it's uh like enclosing coming you know closing in on you somehow mm-hmm. in, a, in a really good way that a lot of um stuff doesn't sound like um the turntable work is fantastic too there's actual scratching in it right which is like a lost thing and it's really good turntable work um i like that there's no predict predictable um song structure it's kind of all over the place like you know you're going to come back to the organ riff but in between, you know, before you get back to it, you don't know what's coming next in a good way. Um, the song fades out, which is a bummer, but it's an out. Al- this is an album. Yeah. Album. The, the songs on this album very much bleed into each other. Yeah. You can't really, you know, even calling this just its own song. You got to listen to the whole album for sure. So, I mean, one of my favorite n- number ones, one of my favorite tracks you've ever mm-hmm. sent to me and so glad I couldn't, I couldn't have told you what it was called. But I'm right. so glad that we did this so I can listen to this again. It's it, amazing. It's funny because I this came up on random just a few days ago. Okay. And I was in the car. I was just, you know, yeah, bobbing my head to it. I'm like, gosh, it's a good fucking song. Yeah. And then when you picked Anatomy, I'm like, like it's a stretch, but it works. Absolutely it works. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I loved it. All right. Cool. And that does it for this week's playlist challenge and this episode. I won't tell them your name